0: So, uh, anybody infected yet? Not yet. But no,
1: I always think I am. Though. Rome wasn't built in a day. I have
0: like, for some reason, like my nose is always running. So I think I either allergic to my cat or just life in general. Mm-hmm.
2: I like I wake know. up and my nose would be like kind of like stuffy. But I'm also like in my basement Change right of now. The season. And uh, right, there was a, a lot of pollen. You have yeah. a dog, like it, it well, happens. I'm, I'm not allergic to him. Uh, not yet. I'm not allergic. Uh, I don't think it's him. The whole time
0: I'm taking like photos of these dogs because I take, i that's whenever I go to work, my nose is just running the whole time.
2: And I I I put a leash on it. (laughs) I'm sure you've got some there. Oh. (laughs) I mean, you, okay. um, That could be, yeah, that could be an allergic reaction for sure. I think I'm Um, allergic. I genuinely do. But like, I don't know. I feel like I'm allergic to like dust and pollen all of a sudden, which makes no sense. I've never been allergic to that kind of stuff. Mm. But mm. all of a sudden like I've had like this like crazy like sensitivity towards it. But it happens. It's not like yeah, it's Maybe weird. I guess it comes with age or something. Cause I always like it. had like a lot of pride that like I'm not allergic to anything. Mm. But episode seven, which is uh what this what this podcast is. Ooh, transition. Yeah. I can't believe transition. that's it. We've been doing we, this
0: for a year and we're on episode seven.
2: Uh, no, we didn't really <laughs> it says this meeting recording in 10 minutes. For, I know. That's okay. Oh yeah, it does say that. That that is weird hi everyone welcome yeah hi
1: welcome welcome to those movie dudes movie corner
2: <laughs> oh,
1: that's an i don't know big yikes, Ch- change, big yikes. Change, change it up a little bit and instead of oh those movie dudes yeah we we do movies yeah but we could be weird too we <laughs> love movies. we need to stand cool, out God. somehow i'm gonna start talking and be up voices <laughs> we need to stand out we watch movies hey guys um guys. if you're
0: watching this please instead of unsubscribing which i've noticed whenever we post a new video go ahead and I'm subscribe glad, hit that notification button
1: at least um, we do post us.
0: content <laughs> yeah Even no i, pre- I appreciate like, like if you see this on <laughs> if you see this on your newsfeed and you're like
1: nope the fuck are these
0: guys and unsubscribe it's okay we still get the um, channel good, look yeah. we still we get good. the
1: criteria so we're we're getting <laughs> we're getting if
2: yeah. you don't want to tune in uh, that's well. all good we don't want you but if you are tuning in welcome and we're glad to have you it's very simple what we do. We watch three movies once a week. We haven't seen these movies before. And then we talk about them in a podcast. Uh we have about seven episodes up, uh which you can find on YouTube, Spotify, Podbean. Uh you can find it on those uh, wherever you get podcasts. I mean Apple I think is there too. And uh let us know if you are if you want us on a device or a certain platform, we'll we'll try to come to you too, like Android or I don't know. What no 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 no, there. No, no, kind of no 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 it's kinda ridiculous. No, not have Android. Okay. No, no, no. We've talked okay, about it before. Hey, well, I'm just not. I'm not willing to steep to that level. I'm not just, willing to well, stay
1: on your level. So how about
2: that? All right. Is this Nate is an Android user, so we got we got to play it at all fields. I say. Thank you. Yeah. Um,
1: but... Actually, I'm. But the three. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Specifically, three... I have a Moto E4 for an Android, so oh. I'm I'm okay. very low know on what that, that totem is. pole exactly. See. Yeah. Most people that's probably like have an buried iPod iPod under touch, the totem Which pole. I actually also have. So, <laughs> screw me.
2: I think they re-re- just hey, re-released this an, is an Apple touch, product. Yeah, I
1: scratched the Apple
2: anyway. off. Anyway. <laughs> so, the three movies that we watched this week, uh, we watched... The movie that I picked was called Thunder Road, which came out in 2018. Mm-hmm. Nate, what did you I pick? I picked Sophie's Choice,
1: an uh, 80s classic <laughs> mm-hmm. of secrets and very bad, sad things. Quite the, uh, the choice, if I don't say so myself. Mm-hmm yeah mm-hmm. we'll get into it but I, i'm, I'm kind of disappointed
0: good lord um and my film which uh you know i believe it's the original like the original by two years yeah, um yeah. is the girl in the dragon tattoo the swedish version
1: swedish
2: so
0: getting a little a little foreign film in there you know which is pretty crazy like the, that. the
2: english remake came out literally two years after mm-hmm. right that yeah. is pretty insane that one yeah. Yeah. um great movie so, is there anyone that you want to start with in particular? Do you guys care at all? Uh, I'm personally leaning. You want to go Thunder Road? Okay. Well, right. th- okay. I was okay. Towards wait. Girl with the Dragon tattoo, but I'd happy to go Thunder Road if, if that's what well, I, I, I guess that was again. You want to get mine out I of the way? I guess <laughs> that was deliberately. That's the only only reason why I said. that. Yeah, I know.
1: Mine. I guess mine was just off of my bias of what I thought, but we can definitely do another one if you guys want to start with something else. I don't mind. No, let's go. Let's, let's go ask the Thunder road.
2: Let's let's get no. We're gonna get Thunder Road out of the way. Um, <laughs> this okay. one was this was my selection, uh, because. I was, I've been on Twitter and randomly there's been a promoted tweet It was Twitter. like, check out this trailer. It's now on Amazon Prime. It's called Thunder Road. And I watched the trailer and it's set to this really sad song, but yet there's like funny moments in the trailer where I'm like, am I supposed to laugh at this? Because it's a heartbreaking trailer. Mm. And it's just like, okay, this looks very interesting, nevertheless. And it's a very uh, independent film. It was a short film that uh, won some awards at a festival. He got some money with a Kickstarter and he got to make a feature like film based on the same premise and then he's like basically just he edited, he directed he wrote it, he starred in it, he did the music. His name is Jim Cummings uh, and so I was like alright I'm going to check this out because you know I respect independent filmmaking and I'm always interested to see what uh, movies you know someone who doesn't have a lot of money wants to make And I thought this was just very unique. It was super original. It was weird and quirky as fuck. Mm. Um, But yeah, it's called Thunder Road. It's about a police officer who faces a personal meltdown following a divorce and the death of his mother. So Jonathan, Thunder Road. What do you think about this Napoleon Dynamite-like comedy drama?
0: It definitely was an awkward film. Like from the opening scene, I believe it was like I don't know how many minutes was that opening the twelve minute minute opening shot that just kept going and going and like I just didn't know whether I was supposed to laugh or cry or turn it off. Like I really I was so (laughs) uncomfortable, so uncomfortable throughout that opening scene and then multiple other scenes throughout the movie. I was just like I just didn't know how I was supposed to react. Yeah. But it kinda had this like awkward dark comedy kind of view to it, but it was also like a very depressing film, especially when it came to the end. Right. um but oh i God, was yeah. yeah like i was rooting for this guy i really was um but it, it was a, a, t- a tough watch at times like trying to get through cringy. some of these scenes yeah cringy but i was also sympathetic for the character so it was it was a weird dynamic that i haven't yeah. really experienced before <laughs> um but i didn't i, I didn't dislike the movie I don't know. It was it was a, something different that I have not experienced. So I want to hear what Nate thinks about it first
1: I, before I finish my thoughts. I, uh, I didn't. I couldn't believe this guy. Like at least in a movie like this, I wanted to believe that his character could be like a super distraught character. But I just saw. I if I felt like I was watching a guy on SNL that was just pretending that he was at like a sad thing and he was just mm-hmm. trying to make people laugh and i cringed most of the movie and i just didn't like that i was like i don't
0: you couldn't see it as like a real a real thing no no so was it like a mcgruber
1: kind of <laughs> like no basically yeah. because like the whole thing with like his ex-wife and with the daughter and stuff i was just like what, like, how did like, she end
0: up with him in the first place? Is what the, my the girl's thoughts. 10 years old,
1: but she's acting like an older actor. So she's, like, being mm-hmm. all snippy and stuff. And I was just like, who, who is this little girl just, like, talking back to her dad? Like, what? Right. <laughs> and I'm just kind of... I don't know. It, it was okay. I can appreciate the fact that he did everything for this movie. Um, but it's not one I'd probably Sorry. ever check again. To be honest
2: yeah like the opening shot like which is like 12 minute like one take yeah. and he's doing this like interpretive dance with no music because the boombox didn't work and when the boombox <laughs> wasn't working i'm like should i be laughing right now or just feeling sad for him but he just kept going and then he kept on stopping and ugly crying and asking if he should keep going and it was so cringy but it like, was funny I, though personally funny, yeah like sometimes. i was laughing and like there's one scene in particular where i literally laughed so hard it was when he dropped off his uh, his daughter at school and then she walks up to this like little kid that he had, that she's been like seeing or something, and they hold hands and he drives forward and hits the brakes so fucking hard and like looks at him like, like really like really intensely, mm-hmm. just like weird quirks like that and like another scene when he's doing like this like patty cake game with her, and he stayed up the entire night with like hand drawn like paper on the wall he spent the entire night doing it so he could memorize it to impress his uh, daughter. Mm-hmm. there was just like little moments in the movie uh sprinkled throughout where I'm like. I totally see what he was going for, and I I see the, like, just the very independent way that he, like, created the scenario. And I I also love the scene when uh, he literally has, like, the biggest, like, mental breakdown of the movie. He gets super drunk, and then his friend comes over and just gets drunk Mm -hmm. with him. Love Mm -hmm. that scene. I'm like, this is just so nice. Like, everyone needs this, like, from time to time. Mm -hmm. I thought it was just a really well done scene, and uh, he did the music as well, which I thought really worked in that as, uh, in that scene as well. So yeah, it was it was different. It was just a very yeah. different movie that I didn't know what I was like getting myself into, especially with the opening. But as it carried on, I found myself really enjoying the movie. Uh, like it's not one; it's hard to pitch this movie to anybody because uh, it's it's such a weird line of just like just hard drama weird comedy and then just like
0: i feel like it didn't it didn't know what kind of tone it was going for at times like or maybe jim cummings thought that he knew but as a viewer i thought that it was kind of jumbled like i didn't really know if it was supposed to be dramatic or funny or whatever oh crap
2: we lost zoom
0: all right i'm gonna keep my audio rolling. that's
2: not good all right well hopefully they didn't stop recording uh we're gonna hit later on this i'm gonna stop that uh we're gonna close that out i'm gonna say everyone yeah record. Uh so yeah
0: final thoughts on thunder road it was uh It was a presentable film. I thought Jim Cummings was great in it. Um, But for some reason, I just didn't know how to receive his performance at times. Like, it seemed kind of off. Um, I didn't know whether to laugh, cry, you know, whatever. But it it did seem... I I was sympathetic for the character, especially when it came toward the end. Um, Regardless of his character being slightly...
2: Fuck. I can't fucking talk, dude. Nate, what was your uh, final thoughts on Thunder Road?
1: I was just, I could, like I said, I could appreciate all the hard work that he put into, like, to his character and everything. Yeah, there were just moments where I just I couldn't read him, like where he'd be like so sad and stuff, and then he would do like the oh yeah then we should probably call the manufacturer um it's like <laughs> it's, yeah, it's like, are it's you being crazy. serious dude or are you like a sociopath like that's kind of what i was hoping is he was putting on an act but outside he like really hated his mother kind of thing like that would have yeah, been kind of right. funny it would have added dynamic but instead he was like oh i'm sad oh we should probably do this <laughs> i was yeah, like yeah What but then been, again uh, like
2: i i definitely agree but then the, there there was those scenes that actually made me laugh where like he went to go visit his mom at the grave uh the graveyard he's like actually he's it's, it's not that scary to be here and like he just kept talking to the fucking gravestone i'm like who is this guy like he is so strange and it was like creepy about having... a chair <laughs> yeah but like wow. then again like i liked i liked his directing at times like there's a scene where he is with uh like he there's some punks or something there's a drunk guy or something and then they tackle him to a puddle it's just one long take and then the police officers come in and they grab him and then he's like his captain's there and he's backing up and he's like slowly talking like himself up to talk to the captain he turns immediately and starts talking to him like there was just some just random scenes and they went on as one takes because obviously the low budget um i just respect shit like that though and i i personally really enjoy this one so i give it a four out of five i know it's much higher than i'm sure you guys are going but uh i thought you were it's just a very quirky yeah, a and, a and fun one it's been a week it's been a week and I've digested a little bit more um but i would I would un- I would watch this again mm-hmm. i would i would I would check it out again just because now knowing what the movie's like and what his characters is honestly like who he is yeah uh i'd be more interested to check it out again and uh see where i go but four out of five i thought it was great so Mm. that's where i'm going okay
0: yeah i don't know if i can quite go that high but i i did i did find some aspects of the film enjoyable i did laugh plenty of times um but most of the time i just i felt awkward and it was cringeworthy um but there were so many scenes like that one there was also the other one that took place like in a diner i think where there was there was a girl that was like trying to escape and then there was this other guy they had their guns up and then they finally go around the corner and he's just
2: oh he fell in the knife he, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: right. yeah 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 right. and i was like <laughs> i don't know it was just that scene was pretty funny um but yeah, yeah I, i'd probably go three out of five like it, it was it was an enjoyable sure. film but nothing i i just don't think i would revisit it to be honest
2: okay um, yeah, no, that yeah. Makes sense. And Nate? it was good though
1: yeah i just i, I like. The uh, like the look of it, like the aesthetic of it was, it
2: looked like a great movie, even though it was low yeah. budget. Um, I mean, good technology these days, you can make a you can make a low true. budget of film look yeah. in four, like in four K and shit. Yeah, um, but I
1: just I couldn't buy into his character. Um, I did like the the patty cake thing that was sentimental, yeah. and I enjoyed that. I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's nice. Um, and but the part that did make me laugh though is uh, I'm just gonna say slap. You guys know what slap I'm talking about? <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 I do.
1: Yeah, I was just yeah. like,
0: yeah.
1: Oh, <laughs> that was and then, that was great. Just continue on, kind of thing. Just like, are we supposed <laughs> that to that That like, I will never forgive you for what you have done. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, yeah, and like I said, I agree with yeah. Spencer. He deserved the point. it though. I can, I can, I can appreciate the. The effort that he put into it, and if this was the movie he imagined, I commend him for it. It just wasn't my taste. wasn't oh, But of course, maybe someday if I'm feeling to give it a rewatch, I might appreciate it at a different time. And I just couldn't help but think that he was Freddie Mercury. He just looked like Freddie Mercury to me. Oh <laughs> yeah, he would
2: have made a great Freddie Mercury. That's what I thought if, the uh, entire time. I'm like,
1: him. even the mustache was spot on. <laughs> I thought yeah. it was fake the whole time.
2: But yeah, so Thunder Road, it's on Amazon Prime. I would say give it a watch. Uh there's some little divided opinions here, but it's it that's the I think that's the type of movie that he made and he is uh he, I'm sure he accepts that because he's actively reading reviews on Letterboxd uh to this day. So I mean, he this is his baby, Bragging. so it's uh Mr. Bragger. Because he it's liked interesting your to see, <laughs> I appreciate it. Good that. for like, you. I'm if happy if I was you. an independent filmmaker, I would do the same thing, I would just be like constantly wondering what people are saying. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, and it gives uh, them a choice, a, sure. like a, a
1: chance. Watch. You just kind of hear other people, and you're like, Oh, that's kind of cool, definitely. Yeah. All right, what's so, next? Boys? Um, you want a little, well
2: uh, little fire? Thunder Road, and I wonder if. Sophie had to choose to go down Thunder Road. Sophie did not. Why have was to it called anything. Thunder Road, by the way? Did I the not song. pick up no, on the, Bruce, the title? Uh, the Bruce Princeton song that he does the interpretive dance because oh, his mom was okay. like the dance teacher. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, yeah, yeah but,
0: continue uh, with the pun you were creating. Sorry. I
2: <laughs> no, I was just saying. I mean, you had to make a Sophie's choice between Girl with the Dragon Tattoo and, of course, Sophie's Choice. And, um, but, yeah. Both somewhat depressing films, so I don't really know. I want to you get wanna... into the 1982 <laughs> Sophie's Choice. Oh, fantastic! This is Nate's film. Yeah,
1: it, it uh, Sophie's Choice. I've been wanting to see this movie for a long time because I've heard that Meryl Streep is just phenomenal in it, and she is. Uh, directed by Alan J. Pakula. I don't know how to say that exactly, but it's just such a... legend of a director. Oh, I don't know who that is. I never heard of him until okay. now. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, it's just about this guy who moves into this boarding house, and uh, he becomes good friends with Nathan and Sophie, a mysterious couple that lives above him, and they start to become good friends, and they start to learn more about each other's dark pasts. And uh, I had heard that Meryl Streep's performance is one of the greatest female or male performances mm-hmm. ever. Um and so, or male. Spencer. Oh, hello. Um, I'm giving you a choice. If you had to watch this movie again or jump off a hundred foot
2: cliff into rocks, what <laughs> such a choice would you pick? Uh, fuck. I'd probably jump off the like the bridge into like some hedges because I mean, like I, hedges? I, I some hedges. I enjoyed. <laughs> I enjoyed the movie. I mean, like I wouldn't want to kill myself over watching the movie again, but like I definitely don't want to watch it again. Mm-hmm. It is. I'm surprised. So, I mean,
0: neither you guys kind of have the same opinions, man. I, I thought I would. Oh be no, no, no! Okay. I
1: didn't give you my opinion. Yeah. Here we go. I, don't I,
0: know I can sense your. Opi- I can sense your movie. thoughts. That's what I'm saying. Okay. okay. Keep going.
2: Sophie's Choice. It's two and a half hours. <laughs> Why? It does not need to be two and a half hours long. I thought the whole love triangle with like the uh, when it was taking place in like the present time of the movie, which was like 1947. It was like right after the war, right? Yeah, Somewhat. it was a couple of years yeah. after or something. Yeah, 47. Uh and so they're in New York, yeah, and they have this and they meet this other guy that, that moves in next door. And Kevin Klein, who I love, I think he is he gives one of my favorite comedic performances in a movie called A Fish Called Wanda, and he won the oh. Oscar for it. He is a comedic genius. And this is like his first movie. Like he had done some like TV like small TV roles before this, but this was his like big first feature film, and like he was i thought incredible I which, thought one, is which one is he which one is kevin he was he's nathan he's a wingo all right no. cool. oh he's kevin nathan Klein was nathan oh, my mm-hmm. um uh there's one shot in particular which i absolutely loved is when they get like both him and stego or whatever his name Stigo. Was. So they yeah. got back from they start get back from like seeing a movie and uh he's doing like the orchestra like, in the living room but there's five windows in front of him and it's a framed so he's in each of the window mm-hmm and like it's just at a different angle and he's just doing the full on orchestra and he's just like jamming out I love that shit I thought that was really cool but it was so long and it kept going and going and going (laughs) yeah but then again there was moments especially in the flashback scenes where I'm like this is the movie that I was hoping to get Yeah. so it was sprinkled in there but it took too long to get there, I thought. Mm-hmm. I'm
0: yeah. I'm literally in the same freaking boat as you. My favorite parts of the movie were the flashback mm-hmm. scenes. The flashbacks to Auschwitz. And that's ex- that's what I expected the entire movie to be. Is It would be right. like Meryl Streep stuck in these uh, concentration camps trying to get out. And trying to save her children or whatever the hell it was she was trying to do. I thought it was going to take yeah. place during that exact timeline. But instead, you get this love triangle with two people I really didn't care about. I didn't care for Stingo's character. I didn't really care for Nathan at all because the way that he treated Meryl Streep's character, I was just like, I hate this guy. But then she just kept letting him back in her life over and over again. And I guess you can base that off the fact that maybe she felt um, guilty for some decisions she made in her past. So she was sort of reacting in a way where she, I don't know. But that makes
2: sense. that's no, what you're saying. Yeah.
0: Um I without spoiling it, but yeah, so she's just putting herself in the situation based on that. But uh, it just dragged, man. It really did. It, it it dragged and until the final probably thirty minutes where it kind of had this culmination based on her choice. Um, I was lost. I really didn't find myself enjoying the movie all that much. So mm-hmm. all right, um, you know.
2: But Nate, this is this is your movie. Mm-hmm. Uh so so what what are your thoughts on this one? I don't I don't know what uh where you go. Well, I'm very you love I'm, me, I'm I'm stream, glad so. that you guys
1: got your your thoughts out of the way. That way I can <laughs> boast about this movie a little bit just because there's a lot movie, of negativity all, right. all of a sudden. <laughs> no, this this movie uh, oh no. This movie is the type of movie that just it just works for me. It's got the type of oh it's, what it's,
2: the it's, fuck I know what absolutely John it's like, the period piece it's a period
1: no, it's not a pe- John you don't know what a period piece is it's kind can of you, a, period. a period piece is yes in I do two thousand and ten no. anything
2: before that to you is <laughs> a period piece <laughs> mainstream boy. period piece is oh, nineteen hundred
1: before I think of like it the can, wings, a period piece takes costumes. place in a
0: period. It's like a, Sco- a, okay so this
1: is a period shit. we are in a period piece yeah so
0: this zoom call currently right now is a period of time and that's anyway, how i that's anyway, how i distinguish anyway, a period piece i
1: thought just the, i thought it was paced beautifully there were some parts okay. to me that i wish there was more flashback where there would be like 40-45 minutes of present day. And then like a 10 minute cutback. I didn't like the weight like that. Right. I wish it was more balanced. But I thought the characters flowed mm. really well. Stingo's like that character that's just... He's a blank slate. He's you. It's like you're in the situation right now. Oh, he's the narrator. Mm-hmm. He's exactly. the movie's narrator. And so you're, you're in his right. shoes. And so you're hearing Sophie's side. And you're hearing Nathan's side and when stuff starts being found out about one another it really starts to put a damper on everyone's relationship and yeah the -hmm. the stuff where you go back in time was awesome and how they did it and i had been spoiled from this movie for years so i i kind of knew you knew the choice of course yeah
2: yeah oh i didn't know because like I, I noticed yeah. I, I like I scrubbed like on the, the video by accident and saw like how much time was left, which was like 20 or 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, wait a you minute. You spoiled the What's choice for yourself. Choice? No, no I, I didn't. I was just I didn't like, I know saw, that like, how much time was left in the movie. I didn't
1: know. It never occurred to me ever that that was like a spoiling part in the movie because it was talked about so much. And so I was just like, oh, okay. so it's well, like, yeah. like a famous scene kind of thing. But then I'm getting to that 30 minute mark towards the end going, uh, when's this happening? Is that like an Same. alternative cut 100%. kind of yeah, thing? Yeah. But I just yeah. Meryl Streep's <laughs> one of just the most vulnerable, sweetest characters. Even the stuff that she had to do in her past was to like help her family and help herself. Like, and I could see that. Instead, people would be like, Oh wow, she's she's like selling out to get what she wants. It's like, no, she's doing what she needs to do to survive. Mm-hmm. And I could appreciate that. Especially how she portrayed her character, and she's she's legitimately fluent in all of those languages. Like she can, speak- which is nuts. Yeah, holy because shit. German, yeah. that was honestly, crazy like, impressive. And like the scene where she would just cry and stare at the window, I was just like, Meryl Streep, you you've you've, you've oh, yeah, earned yeah. my respect. Not that she didn't have it before, but she solidified it. I was just like, This is Sophie. This isn't Meryl Streep.
2: I mean it's why she's regarded as literally one of the best working actresses like to date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh yeah, no, she was phenomenal in the movie. Uh she was acting circles whenever she was alone with uh Stingos character mm-hmm. cuz he wasn't shit. the strongest he wasn't the strongest actor. He was trying his best and he did what he had to do for the movie. But like he was just when the he's mediator. in scenes with Meryl Streep. Yeah. Yeah, like Streep is just like on another level and the only one that I feel matched that was Kevin Klein. Mm-hmm. He was phenomenal at times. It was seen when he gets back late at night he's drunk and Stingo's there with uh Sophie and he's just angry all of a sudden. Like he's like, What are you doing here? But like he had so many of those moments, like especially one on the phone call too, Mm -hmm. uh at the end when he's raging. Those were some nice little twisty
1: phone calls. Like you didn't know if this guy was just
2: a drunkard. Oh, he was a loose screw, for sure. Like he was crazy and he was obsessed with like wasn't kind of the Holocaust? Wasn't that, that kind of, that kind of, of a weird
0: like, twist though, dude, with uh what's the, the with Henry's character where all of a sudden he's just this like I don't know, the, the this it had this, this weird backstory with yeah, him who, that came who, out of nowhere. Who's Henry,
1: John? Who, what was who's it Henry?
0: Again? Her freaking her boyfriend her husband or whatever. Nathan. 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 Why did I think his name was Henry for some reason? I don't, I don't know, know, dude. That's I think why it's because we I'm drinking. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought that was okay. like a weird backstory element that just came out of nowhere that didn't it almost didn't even need to be in the movie.
1: Yeah. You know what I it mean? It just added the conflict like, for Sophie's character because she had those grounded feelings from her past that she would, like you said, feel guilty with Nathan. And yeah. I liked the conversation that kind of culminates at the end. Um did I say that right? Culminates, Culminates at the end. Nope. Um, Culminates. And...
2: <laughs> I got what you were I got sure. what but, yeah, yeah.
1: And yeah. how it just all leads off to the eventual title of the movie to the choice. And it's just. Right. Because yeah. there's, there's and, subtle hints scene... about it. But you don't pick it up until yeah. the end
2: kind of thing. And, and when that scene did happen, like, I felt like literally myself just drain. I was like, holy fuck. Yeah. Like, that just like literally tore me apart, and like, and of course, just Meryl Streep's performance mm-hmm. is just she knows how to fucking act mm-hmm. and she's <laughs> phenomenal and deserves yeah. all the Oscars that she's gotten. She's, I, I joke that she's overrated, but no, she is literally one of the best working actresses to date. Uh, but I was looking up some reviews of Sophie's stories because I've always thought that this was like one of the most acclaimed movies that I had never seen, um, because of obviously Meryl Streep's hype. And that really is the hype of the movie. The movie itself, it's got like a 74% on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm looking at Letterboxd. It's got like a 3.6. It's 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 good. It's, it's still definitely framed. a good movie. But definitely has some flaws, uh, which is, I think, for me, the pacing and just some of the acting with uh, Stingo's character, I think, was just a little bit too... It uh, didn't match what the movie was going for, especially yeah. with Kevin Klein, as good as he was. Um but I liked everything that had to do with the flashbacks of her at the camps. I thought that was phenomenal. It was heartbreaking. And it was exactly what I was kind of expecting from the movie. I just thought the kind of the more the uh, the present day stuff, the love triangle, I wasn't as interested in that, which I felt like was most of the movie. Um, so I, I was I didn't have a grade before we started this discussion. I was kind of on the verge of two and a half or three. But as we're talking about it, and some time has gone on, I'm going three out of five. I'm, wow! I'm, it's making it to fresh, mainly because yeah. of fucking Streep. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. I'm kind
0: of with you on that as well. I uh, I gave it a kind of a low score at first, but now that we've been talking about it more, I can appreciate um, some of the scenes in the film more than I did before. But I think my favorite part about the movie. Oop. Shit. I think my favorite part about the movie was. Meryl Streep's performance itself and all the flashbacks that took place in Auschwitz. I wish the whole movie was like her and her kids trying to like survive the Holocaust. I really wish that was the whole movie because I really truly could care less about these other characters. Maybe that's like, like there's a, like it takes place in present day in the beginning and then it kind of flashes back to that. And that's the whole movie kind of like what a uh, portrait of a lady on fire did. And then it goes back again. I feel like that would have been a better film, but Overall it was okay. So I guess I would I would give it two and a half out of five.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. A film that I can compare it to as far as like story wise, I see it kind of like the Great Gatsby. You have the That's main character who's kind of the 100%. insert in between yeah. as you're you're bouncing in between these characters' lives. I just yeah. sure. real streep, I just gravitated towards her and something about these early eighties movies, it just had a hominess to it, especially with the boarding house. I thought that was a cool touch on how they met mm. and stuff like that. Um but yeah, just everything accumulated to this moment, and all those flashbacks that were just devastating. And I thought it was one of the more honest portrayals of what like Auschwitz and Dachau and stuff like that looked like. It looked just very gritty and nasty and stuff like that, so you kind of got yeah. that feel. But I just I liked all the characters. I thought Stingo worked just because he was the outside eyes on something crazy. Um, but yeah, I so I'd give it a four and that's a half cool. out of five. I thought it was hey, fantastic.
0: Damn, dude, he did good. remind me so much of freaking um, uh, shoot, Tobey Maguire's character in the new *Great Gatsby*. He literally that was mm-hmm. that was Stingo to me the whole time.
2: Yeah, so that's sure. funny that you said that. But that uh, no, was a good comparison. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Yeah, that yeah. was my choice. Sophie's Choice. That was your yeah. choice. Fantastic. You can watch Sophie's Choice on HBO. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is where we watched it. Um, yeah. Definitely worth yeah, checking yeah, out if you're
0: a street and if you're into in Meryl Streep's performances.
2: For the performance, and if you're like an Oscar completist and you want to see like what the awards went to, this is definitely one uh, to, to check out. And it got some other nominations like cinematography, and I'm sure it got Best Picture and whatnot, but. um. Yeah, Sophie's Toys, HBO. You can check that out right now. And that Fantastic. brings us that leads us
0: to our to final movie
2: of the evening, which is uh the last movie, you know.
0: At mm. least really John's
2: pick, you
0: know. And I, it's nice that you guys are ending with my pick. I appreciate that. I don't know if that was See, well, you take this yeah, so personally because you but complained it's just about it so much. I take random, everything personally.
2: It's random. I know. It's random. <laughs> but yes.
0: Yeah, it is. John, um, what is uh what is the movie that we watched? So it was the girl and dragon tattoo, a uh, two thousand nine, I was say like twenty, you know, whatever. Two thousand nine uh, thriller based off of the. It's, I can't read this person's name, Stieg Larsson, which Lars- I'm assuming is, is Swedish.
2: Yeah. I hope you just offended everyone. Listen, uh, yeah, I offended Sorry, one
0: one viewer in in Sweden, which doesn't exist. Um, basically, it follows uh, Numi Rapace. I think that's how you say her name. <laughs> uh she's a hacker. Um and uh <laughs> um basically just follows this other guy and they're trying to figure out uh this, this murder mystery behind this girl who disappeared twenty years ago. They're trying to tie it to these other murders. Um and some, a lot of other shit happens, man. It, it's quite it's quite the uh the investigation thriller. So uh yeah, if you've seen the the American version, you kinda know the story. I would say this is sort of a Pretty close um, recreation of it, although this is the first one. So
1: um, I was gonna say, I'm like, you might want to. Yeah, fix it. I know. I, I, <laughs> no, I was gonna say the
0: American version. It, it a lot of the scenes like... seemed basically exactly the same. Um, mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, so Nate, what did you uh, what did you think of this one? Well, I enjoyed the David Fincher film a lot, um, mm-hmm. and this was one that I thought it felt like its own thing. Uh, with being, like, there, it was, I'd say probably, like, 75, 80% of it was almost identical story-wise. Sure. Um And I liked all the performances, too. I thought the woman who uh, played her, played Lizbeth, was awesome. Like, I couldn't decide between her or Rooney Mara. I thought they were both fantastic. And I was just like, you know what, if we had a whole world of Lizbeth's.
2: I'd be fine with it. Um, We kind of do. There's been three actresses that have played her. Claire Foy was the other one. Mm -hmm. And
1: I heard that movie wasn't that great, but I've heard she's good. Yeah, so I would check it out. Um, I would check it out. But I just I this is a nice thriller that it seems like like an extravagant thriller, but it's really tight knit because it's all taking place inside one family, and so it's like, oh goodness, like. This is this is serious, and you meet in all these different characters who come in, and once you see Lizbeth's story and her backstory, that makes her even more badass. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's just one of those characters. She's become one of my favorite characters just because of her dynamic as well as her importance to the story, so...
2: Um, Her backstory, mm -hmm. and like that little that one little flashback that happened with it, and then
1: once it's explained, it's like, oh, that's all you needed. You don't need exposition. You just need like a five second clip, and you. you I don't
2: remember because it's been a couple of years since I've seen the David Fincher Mm -hmm. *Girl with the Dragon Tattoo*, which is that's the only content I've seen from this series is the David Fincher's uh, *Girl with the Dragon Tattoo* movie when that came out. Mm -hmm. Um, But was that explained in that one? Where like. About the fire and the back, the backstory when she was a child. Is I don't that, think I don't so. Don't because that seemed new to me.
1: Similar, but I don't. And think that it helped with me
2: understanding her character for sure. Yeah. Because, like you guys have mentioned, that this movie really felt like it was a shot-for-shot remake yeah. of. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Well, but it, the David Fincher was a that. shot-for-shot <laughs> remake of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 no, yeah. it definitely really felt like it. I mean, I think they're only diff- like I think it's a couple minute difference in runtime, and also because the Fincher version had this crazy like opening title sequence with like the. I don't know, like the the black like figure. Yeah. CGI thing. Um, but it was very, very similar, but like you guys have said, like it, it worked on its own mm-hmm. completely. I was still just as engaged. I thought it was just as thrilling mm-hmm. at times, uh, mm-hmm. especially in the scenes like when he's really investigating and going into like the uh the pictures. Mm-hmm and about like which angle like the photos were and like he they had to go from changing a changing perspective a bit at a yeah. Time. yeah and then you finally understand like what she was looking at and I'm like mm-hmm. this is pretty creepy like mm-hmm. this this really was a good, did a good job mm-hmm. and um, the the only thing that I was a little iffy about was the first as a half where it was Lisbeth's story and then his investigation and I felt like the editing was a little I don't know. It just wasn't really cohesive until they finally met and became like a partner mm-hmm. and like they were working together. Then the movie really kicked off for me. Uh, but I'd say maybe just that first initial setup where it kind of was showing her story and then his story. I thought that I was like, I was more invested into one than the other, mm-hmm. but then once they got together, it was phenomenal. Yeah. And it it was really, really cool. Yeah.
1: I kind of liked the, the two stories thing just because right. you have Lizbeth who, obviously gets involved. She has like her own like, oh yeah, I'm learning about this guy on the side. But she has her own life. Yeah. And then just kinda I liked how they she got introduced and how she slowly became part of it. And then I did like her just like non commitment feel to it. She was just like, come on, we just need to do this. And the way that she handled it, like when she's going through records like she, she knows she's close, and you can see it on her yeah. face, and the way that that's edited, you're like, "This is a brilliant oh, fucking hurry person." Up. Like you need to do this because something bad could happen. So I just, yeah. yeah, I thought it was very well done, and we can't really talk about any of the endings because it, it would, would mess take, with it. it would take away so I'm not gonna try, but I, I can see how this one became a series. And the Fincher one didn't. Yeah, you know what I mean. Well, the
2: Fincher one, the Fincher one didn't because no one went and saw it. Mm-hmm. It's like one of the lowest grossing David Fincher movies ever, and they it had like a ninety million dollar production budget, and it made like it made like a quarter of that. Like it didn't make any money back, so that's why they never greenlit the sequel because they had all intentions of so making unfortunate. a trilogy. God damn. Which is unfortunate which because is, I mean, yeah. Rooney got nominated for an Oscar uh the daniel craig was phenomenal uh fincher was behind it like in the movie itself i remember seeing it in 2011 being like this is a really fucking good mm-hmm. movie awesome movie. uh because yeah. it's 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 a good story mm-hmm. i mean it's 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 a novel that it became the swedish trilogy and then now that uh they're doing some american adaptations uh because the girl in the spiders web with claire foy had that's not even a book do yeah that's not yeah even it's one a of different books. title yeah and it didn't really I heard it didn't connect I haven't seen it no. um but I heard it didn't connect really t- much to the uh Fincher one but um yeah. no but it was cool to see this uh this one and the main guy uh the the journalist yep. um mikel or something um, yeah um looks Grof-Kiss, so familiar to Lump-Kiss me or whatever yeah. There. He looks so fucking He reminded me of like a yeah. Swedish John Campia. He looked like Christopher, uh, which kind of weird. Did you say man. that last week, too? I said,
0: yeah, I
2: we know. said I that. We just say John Campia every week. Then, then the last week, I also realized that John Campia himself is Canadian. So it made no sense that I said that he looked like a Canadian John Campia. <laughs> That's actually really Anyways, funny. Yeah. but no, but this guy kind of reminded me of John Campia a little bit. Yeah. But no, but I was like, who is this guy? I and think I, I read John Campia on the podcast. He is the main villain in the first John Wick. Where uh, he goes. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> like he's that guy, and I'm like, oh yeah, because he aged really quickly, and he actually died three years ago of lung cancer, which is kind of sad because he was like so in his late fifties. But he was great in the movie. I thought he was phenomenal. Uh, and he was he was dry. He was witty, and he just I thought he did a good job uh, personally. And mm-hmm. I thought also Daniel Craig did a good job playing the character as well. Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, but yeah, I mean it's just it's. If you've seen the Fincher one, you have seen this one as well in a way. But I also would say it's still worth checking out. It's still just as thrilling, just as uh, just as intense at times, and uh, the performances are excellent. So
1: and it does have different elements too, especially right. as far as how things conclude and whatnot. You can see very different things. Like when I watched it, I went, "Oh, okay that." I can see how that works, so that's yeah. and so I am excited to see the other movies because of how things were yeah. let up in this one, kind of thing. So, yeah, I I, I see them as equals. There is things about each one that I like more than the other, um, but I just think the character that makes it is uh, Lizbeth. She just she made it awesome and just gave you actually someone to root for. You had someone, to she's
0: for. she's my favorite part of the movie too, man. I think I think it's for me. When it comes to films, the damaged characters, and I don't know why, are just the most relatable. So I really just...
1: Because um, we're all and, damaged. Because we're That's all why. fucked up, man.
0: Corona. Um, but yeah, no, I, I think that... I, I love her backstory, and I think the reason I like the movie the most, at least in this adaptation, is because of her character. I really didn't care for uh, the other guy. I really didn't. Not as much as I like Daniel Craig's performance. Oh. I... I didn't really like his performance. I thought it was a little bit over the top at times. Um, especially at the... Well, I don't know what's going on, I think. There, there were certain, certain scenes where I just... I just didn't really like his performance. And then when New Mover Base comes back, I'm like, alright, I'm into the film again. Um, but yeah. So, I don't know. It, I wanted to like it more. I really did. But I do like the overall story itself. I think it's an interesting thriller. But... I don't even think it can hold the candle to, like, Zodiac, Prisoners, or even the original... Or even the remake uh, of Girl and Dragon Tattoo. So...
2: Um, so you thought the David Fincher one was better than this? I really did, yeah. I okay. really, really did. That's interesting. Yeah. I'd have to watch the Fincher one again because it's been so long since I've seen it. Um I feel like I would also give the slight edge to Fincher's version. Um I guess yeah. maybe just because we're more accustomed to that type of filmmaking. Mm-hmm. But I still thought this one was very close behind it mm-hmm. i mean i did not seem like an independent di- enjoy this
0: to me yeah like in very independent vibes to me a little bit um that's not a knock yeah. it just it just it was just a different a somewhat different style but it's so
2: similar just yeah. in like it's, yeah. it's honestly crazy how well fincher made an adaptation of honestly his own uh version of it i thought yeah. that was just it was really interesting but i kind of wish i hadn't seen that and to kind of go in on this one objectively and see how it resonated it, mm-hmm. Unfortunately,
0: yeah.
1: yeah one thing that i can pull out of this one compared to the fincher one is i find with some of fincher's movies it, i don't know if it's just with the editing and the camera like the coloring the color scheme always seems more depressing in a Fincher movie, it it's older, more <laughs> it's like... It's very bleak, Like on shit. Where this one, it was cold and stuff. They're sweeping one up, good, but, yeah. but the seasons changed. So it felt yeah, like more, more realistic. Exactly. So like you had 100%. the water, you had grass, you had the countryside. Where Fincher, it was, I'm Daniel Craig, I'm in a cold cottage trying to solve this murder. Yeah. Where in this one, they could kind of go out and do more yeah. things it was like the whole hunting thing that happened that's really and... what
2: you're saying yeah yeah but, even uh, the uh,
0: the social network seems like a much more depressing movie than it needs to be <laughs> no
2: but adventure <laughs> does bleak very bleak cold yeah. movies yeah no that's yeah, yeah no, that's a good that, point that's, funny. that's a good point But that, sure. that's
1: just a style and i think particularly for this movie when he did the remake I thought worked because it's a crime thriller. So, of course, you want it to feel edgy and dramatic. But I'd like to have this one could be that, but also show like, oh, not all like family members are bad kind of thing. So, it's just yeah. trying to figure out who you side with and whatnot. But they they have their pluses. I would give this one a four and a half, and I think I, it's what I gave this,
2: uh, the remake too. So, cool. Yeah, I'm kind that's of that's yeah, I wonder what... I forget what I gave the the remake on Letterboxd, but yeah, I mean, I really enjoyed watching this one. Uh, I actually, it took me, God forbid, it took me two days to watch it because I fell asleep Same. the first night. I actually, <laughs> no, I fell asleep right when they first got together. So I think maybe that's why I thought the first half was a little bit slow because i was kind of falling asleep Mm -hmm. but then the next day when i went back and the next morning and then i was watching like the second half of the movie Mm -hmm. i was so into it i'm like all right yeah here we go this is exactly what i remembered um but i gave it a four out of five Mm -hmm. i thought this one was great i really enjoyed watching it i think maybe my only issue is because i knew the story the two and a half hours did kind of seem long to me um, but it's uh, it's still a really interesting one to check out, especially to kind of compare and contrast. And if you haven't seen the movies at all, I mean, I'd say watch this one. It's a movie worth checking Fincher. out because it's, it's a yeah. very good
1: movie. Yeah, if you haven't yeah. seen the Fincher one, check this one out first because it would be a good 100%. start. Because I like, I like Swedish films. Their language to me is easy to follow yeah. because there's Man a, a lot of
2: similarities. Oof. I fucking love that movie. That was a, a good Swedish movie. One. Very sad yeah. one. Which one? But John. Oh, it's a man called Ove. Oh yeah, kind of I didn't a, see it. Um yeah, dr- dr- drama. It's a
1: good one. Kinda sad, <laughs> yeah. depressing movie, but heartwarming too. I really yeah. liked it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this was your movie. With this
0: What'd one, you man, you know, it was uh, I liked Numi Rapace's performance a lot. And she the was reason awesome. she was really, really good. Like she's perfectly casted in this role. She uh yeah, she gave this, this damaged this damaged character. A really good portrayal. So I really appreciated that. I, I really, you know, if I put her next to Rudy Mara's performance, I can't really decide because they are different performances. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I can't really pick my favorite, but I definitely like Daniel Craig's portrayal more in the remake. I, I really did. Um,
2: yeah. But you know, so I when do give it.
0: I really only liked the last forty-five minutes of the film, and I, I know that it's unfortunate, but I. Yeah, that that's really the only part of the movie that I actually found myself engaged with. So I think I got to settle on a 3 out of 5. I just wasn't as impressed with this one as I was with the remake. And maybe that's something I got to revisit, just to be sure if I even like the story altogether. <laughs> um, okay. But, you know, I think that's where I'm going to go.
2: Well, that's going to be interesting because uh, we are actually going to continue to see uh, the next adventure of Elizabeth and uh, Michael in the... Uh, Girl who played with fire mm-hmm. that is going to be a Exciting. movie that we're going to watch for next week. Uh, so transitioning, that's here's the movies that we're going to talk about next week. Um, that's one of them. Mm-hmm. So wow. get on the whole bandwagon, and oh, yeah. I'm curious to see where the story goes now, not knowing where it's going to go. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah. true. Going in Fincher fresh. hasn't going made in fresh. this this sequel, so this will be interesting to kind of revisit now and going uh, going go fresh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the girl. Who played with fire? Yeah. Look at the is on Amazon not. Prime. Yeah, so you guys can check that one out with us. Uh, mm-hmm. That's going to be John's pick since he got us into this whole trilogy to begin with. Um, so he's sacrificing his pick for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, well. Nate, what, what, what are we watching uh, for your pick? For me, we are uh, taking a good old
1: airplane flight to France and we're going to watch okay. 1973's Day for Night, directed by famous world director francois Truffaut.
2: so i know nothing ex- about this movie no so idea where that is like it because it's about <laughs> filmmaking so oh cool okay be a good nice. movie. i'm sold yeah was is it on the criterion channel it is or mm-hmm. fantastic okay. it is fantastic yep oh yeah. great so i'm um, super cool. excited because and mine is I about the uh, 400 blows so there you go
1: okay, okay. <laughs> i <I'm not> <laughs> was a little bump yeah. in the pace there but that's
2: sure i thing. just wanted to i just wanted to let you know filmmaking i'm excited it's criterion channel uh we got a you know utilize the last two weeks of the criterion channel oh, oh why don't I'm... worry
1: about that i y- oh y- y- yeah oh. Y- you might not be able to get <laughs> criterion films but i might have access to oh, right okay so, so we'll just understand for ourselves uh, yeah, well, see well if about. you got if you guys play your cards right and uh you know, put my face on more of the thumbnails. I might uh, give oh, give you a password. Whoa, <laughs> whoa! All right, okay, well, you're you're. It doesn't maybe have to be full opacity, it's my... Just yeah, like back maybe fifty percent. Hey, you get you get what you we'll get. See. You know, whatever. So, I all right, well, Spencer, can you hurry up and give us your crappy
2: movie? <laughs> well, like I was saying, uh, dif- oh, oh, interesting. Oh, sorry, did uh, I say that out loud? I didn't know you've already watched it. Uh, well, it's mm. a Criterion Collection film. It's called. Police Story. It's 1985. It's Jackie Chan. Uh I've heard about this movie. Jackie so Chan. Long. Like mm-hmm. it launched Jackie Chan's kind of career as like a big stuntman. Is after. Chris Tucker in it? Uh he is. He does He really? Off. He no. does all of his own stunts. <laughs> Damn He's, it. Jackie Chan does all of his own stunts. He's literally gotten hurt on all of these productions. So Dude. I I've never really seen his foreign language films. Like a proper Jackie Chan film. Yeah. I yeah, haven't either, so... so I'm
1: excited for just fast-paced oh, or... hand-to-hand combat. So you haven't seen it, no. So this is basically
0: Rush oh, Hour. Oh, cool. Though?
2: Okay. It's no. Rush Hour. And, and, I was thinking I Police I Academy. I just maybe... That's what I thought it was. I think I think <laughs> the Rush Hour was capitalizing <laughs> on his foreign language films, the martial art films, and they're trying to make it American. I like, yeah, mm-hmm. trying to make it funny for Americans because we're stupid. Um, but no, this <laughs> I don't know. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited to check this one out. It's on the Criterion Channel. It's a Police Story. Mm-hmm. So uh, Criterion. If fun. you have that. 80s movie watch it yeah 1985 ah. and it's got like some sequels but we're okay. just watching the first one yeah
1: i think it might just have the one because i think criterion released like a nice and nice there's a double feature pack. yeah yeah but cool. no i'm excited because he's like legit martial artist like one of the yeah. best so yeah yeah that actually great.
0: sounds freaking awesome balls to the wall have, jackie chan have a couple
2: beers shit. watch some contact. young jackie chan
0: too he's gonna see, we're gonna see him at his prime in this film that's what i'm all about 100
2: cool so yeah, so A Police Story, The Girl Who Played With Fire, and Best, no, The Days of Our, Days of Lives, oh, Days of you, Our no, Lives? Nope, Day, day no, of a no, Night? No, no, day. day for a Night. Day for a Night, I know. Francois Truffaut, if you've list. seen The 400
1: Blows and you like it, you'll like, yeah, I, am um, never mind. <laughs> well, if, if you've seen enough. 400 Blows, that's Francois Truffaut as well,
2: so, uh, another one of so, his movies make sure you guys follow us at those movie dudes on instagram uh we are posting daily in stories and on posts and we'll keep you guys up to date whenever new podcasts uh get released and we'll have some clip outs of the podcast uh we are available on podbean spotify apple podcasts and of course youtube so you guys can listen to us on the go or we have a little visual where you're going to see some posters and put us on in the background um so if you guys want to get involved as well we're gonna start putting out some polls where you guys can kind of dictate what movies we talk about on the podcast going forth uh we're gonna put up a couple of picks and you guys can kind of vote on which ones you want to hear our thoughts on uh so make sure you guys follow us at those movie dudes on instagram to get all of those updates and info uh and yeah and we are interactive with you guys so we want to uh Yes, please we talk to, to a us. kind of a cool community. Please talk to us. Please, cuz we're we have very few friends right now. Also, I'm so, going to yeah, post a um, uh
0: I'm going to post a poll on there on what liquor I drink during the podcast. So go ahead and vote sure. on
1: that. Oh, and it's funny well, because means. I just I just got like a new like a <laughs> like side note. I got like another cell phone. Um so it's just for this channel itself. Oh, cool. So yeah. So awesome. for those of you listening, if you want to like call and get a hold of us, the 555. Go. Uh, what, five, five, oh. five? <laughs> <laughs> you know, if you
0: didn't want to give me your phone number, then I
1: was excited. Didn't, why didn't
2: you just say so? You didn't have to be such a dick about it. <laughs> this, is a, this is a side note. Does your iPod have a camera? Yeah? Yeah. Is it good? Is it the back camera? Is it HD? It, uh, No, I don't think so. Does it have a back camera to it? Ah, no. oh, uh, okay. well, actually,
1: it does. It's dead, though, but the, the quality's no not worries. that great.
2: All right, yeah. Well, what, we'll what is the purpose? Well, life sucks. This? Oh no, no. We'll, we'll I'm it. enjoying well, it overall. We, we might, we might let yeah. you in. All right, yeah. But follow us at those movie dudes on Instagram. We're very interactive, and we're going to be posting a whole bunch of questions and polls and all that kind of fun stuff. So if you're bored like us, join with us.
1: And if not, go fuck yourself. That's yeah, yeah, that's Keep, that's it. <laughs> keep that's it real. That's my motto for this quarantine. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Just, yeah. no. That's a good motto to have. You, you don't, don't like, like movies? Yours.
0: Fuck you um yeah thanks for watching once again guys we're coming right up on an hour here if you've made it to this point i am fucking absolutely shocked but i appreciate it so much uh subscribe to the channel throw on notifications because we are going to throw up a little bit more extra content in the future possibly some commentaries so uh if you're into that cool oh that's also great
2: okay
0: yeah well toodles yeah and again i don't have a sign off but i'll see you later bye
1: Okay, well, I guess your good old pal Nate comes in. Uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that this whole quarantine thing, it really pisses me off. So if you agree, go to those movie dudes on any social media platform you can find. I'll listen to you. Including TikTok!